Hello, welcome to Mod Midwives, a Metro Midwifery podcast. I'm Gina Gerboth. And I'm Nedra Hale, and we are home birth midwives serving the Denver metro area. Well, today we really have a special treat. We have Monet Mutri, a renowned, beautiful, talented birth photographer here in Denver, Colorado. Welcome, Monet. Thanks so much. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. Um, and also, Monet has the distinction of being one of our early podcast listeners. Yes, <laughs> yes. thank you. <laughs> We're very excited to have her on the show today. So um, birth photography really seems to be kind of this burgeoning um, field. Like, would you say it's really catching on in popularity? Yeah, I feel like in the last, especially the last five years, mm-hmm. it's exploded. I feel like five years ago, you probably weren't hearing very many people doing it. Mm-hmm. And now... You know, I mean, I feel like I work with doctors and lawyers and um, people from all walks of life. And yeah, it's it's been pretty amazing to see how quickly um, the field has just exploded in mm-hmm. the last few years. Yeah, we were just talking last night about uh, my last baby was born about seven and yeah, seven and change. I guess almost eight. Eight, eight years She's ago. Turn eight. <laughs> <laughs> years ago. And um I had a photographer come, but it was totally casual right. and like not, it was just like my friend mm-hmm. came over and took pictures, yes. you know? yes. <laughs> so it was just not a thing. Mm-hmm. So it's super cool. So wh- who who used to pick birth photography? So you said that now it's a lot more kind of yeah. all kinds of people, but mm-hmm. was there more of a typical yeah, I feel like before? I feel like before it was definitely maybe, I hate I don't like the word crunchy, but, mm-hmm. you know, moms and, and families that were maybe a bit more alternative that mm-hmm. weren't necessarily um, interested in um, the mainstream medicine. I mean, pr- pr- I mean, more more home birth families, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, over the last few years, you've seen, you know, you've seen that grow and change. And now, yeah. you know, I usually do you know, six to 12 C-sections a year, you know, and a lot of those are scheduled Mm C-sections. So um, to be invited into the operating room, um, Mm -hmm. I think is quite a change in the birth photography world um, than when we, you know, started out. Was that a process? Did you have to kind of start definitely for that? Yeah. And I mean, we're definitely here in Denver, we are, um, there's a lot more openness to birth photography than other parts of the country. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, interestingly, like the East Coast tends to be a bit more conservative. Um, you know, obviously California, Oregon, Colorado, and Texas all seem to be very receptive to birth photography. Mm-hmm. So um, in Denver, it did take some time, but now pretty much every hospital in the Denver metro area, I feel like I have a really good chance of getting into the OR. Oh, you know, wow. I would be more surprised to get denied access than, wow. um, yeah. That's amazing. Than to be able to get in. That's interesting to me because when we transfer to the hospital and somebody um, ends up needing a C-section, yeah. we have a hard time getting right. in as their support right. person. So. I know. It, that, that makes it doubly interesting. I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I do think, too, sometimes that, you know, I am working with a lot of uh, families that are scheduling C-sections, yeah. which I think is a different scenario mm-hmm. for providers. It doesn't feel yeah. so Right. And I think the sometimes path. the clients feel like they can advocate more because they've been mm-hmm. thinking about mm-hmm. this, planning this. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas we're just sort of a... You know, this is kind of a last huh. resort. Sort right. of right. Unnecessary right. accessory. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> but it would be good to start paving the way yes, in that. Yes, I would mm-hmm. love that. I think it's so, yeah. I mean, I, I honestly feel like 
um, there's so much benefit to having a support person, yeah. someone that you know, someone yes, that knows you definitely. in the OR, if that well, needs to happen. had continuity of care, the Absolutely. whole pregnancy, and to mm-hmm. keep yeah. that going through, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. through the surgical birth is important, I think. Yeah. So actually, I wanted to, we are already off topic. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we're, we're on off topic, but I wanted to ask about your name. Yes. I'm super curious how you came to be named Monet. Yeah, you know, um, my mom um, is an artist, and okay. so she's always you know my mom and dad met at an art store in Houston um just kind of this like very serendipitous um exchange they had 35 40 years ago um and then they were in New York they were visiting um New York City when they found out my mom was pregnant with me and there was a big Monet exhibit um at the Museum of Modern Art um similar to the Monet exhibit that we have right now at the Denver Art Museum um and they went to that exhibit and they decided that if they were if they had a little girl they would name her Monet and that's how I got my name um but it's been I mean it's it's really interesting because I think growing up um just because I had that name people just assumed I was a very creative person (laughs) you know um and I, I think I've always been creative since I was I was young but having that name I think added this like extra um expectation which I definitely feel like shaped my um, shaped my path. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you really are. You really do come from. It's in your blood, yes, as it is Hermione in my blood. would say. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's <laughs> yep. a great story. Yep. I love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah I know. A, it's a great name. I went to. Um, I got to visit Paris with my friend yes. last year, and we went to L'Orangerie. Um, I think it's called Musée de L'Orangerie. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. where they have the water lilies yes. exhibit, and it was. Oh, it's yeah. breathtaking. Yeah. Now I want to go to the Monet exhibit. You, I went oh, yeah. like a long time ago, you know, in yeah. Phoenix. When you I should go. Around, yeah. You should but, go. Yeah. Okay, everybody put that on your to-do list. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So what inspired you to get started with birth photography? Yeah, you know, it's kind of a, another kind of family story. So I have an older sister, and she's um, 15 years older than me. So we have this huge age gap, and she had most of her kiddos when I was still in high school so um, I was very excited to have a niece and nephew um, but I was definitely not really thinking about childbirth or interested in childbirth I was trying Mm -hmm. to stay far away from childbirth at that point in my life Um, and so you know I you know got into my 20s I got married and then um, my older sister got pregnant um, as a big surprise um, at 40 years old Um, she had three kiddos thought they were completely done got pregnant with her fourth and at that point you know the business of born was you know I don't know exactly what year that came out Mm -hmm. but it was it kind of in the height of its you know um, when people were talking about it and watching it And I went to visit her. Um, I was in Austin at the time getting my MFA, and she was here in Colorado. I went home in the middle of her pregnancy, and I was like, we got to watch this. Like, I've heard about this documentary. And so we watched this, and my sister, mind you, had had three hospital epidural births. And she watched it, and her eyes were just, like, wide open. And she was like, oh, my gosh, you know? Um, And, of course, like, her OB was, like, classifying her as advanced maternal age, Mm -hmm. wanted to induce her at 39 weeks, like, the whole thing. Um, And we watched the end of the documentary, and she's like, okay. She's like, you know what? She's like, I'm going to do a home birth. She's like, I'm not. She's like, I'm not. I don't want to go back to the doctor. I don't want to go back to the hospital. And I'm going to do a home birth. 
And I was just like, oh gosh, like what did I get her to do? You know what I mean? Because I, I didn't know anything about birth. I was just interested in this documentary. And I was like, oh, okay, like I, I hope this all works out, you know? Um, and so she said, you know, Monet, she said, I, I really, I want to do a home birth and I would love for you to fly home and be here for the birth. Um, and so, you know, I was like, okay, sure. Again, I was very naive and thought like, oh, that'd be, you know, I'll just come out like around her due date and she'll have a baby. I didn't consider like all the possibilities of, <laughs> of when the baby could actually come. Um, but miraculously it, it worked out. So I flew out like a little bit after her due date and I was, um, in Colorado for a couple of days and then she went into labor. Um, and oh yeah. And, and so part of the condition of me coming out, you know, I was a, a food photographer, um, down in, down in Texas. That's what I was doing and working for like McCormick, like the spice company and doing all mm-hmm. kinds of like fun food related projects. Mm-hmm. And she just asked me to bring my camera. You know, she didn't have a lot of like expectations, but just said, bring your camera. Mm-hmm. So anyway, she went into labor and I got to watch my very first birth and it was at home, which I thought was really an amazing introduction to birth. Um, and, you know, take a few pictures and I just was blown away by the whole experience to see the like breadth of human emotion, to see the intensity, um, the joy, the fear, all of that contained in just, you know, uh, I mean, it was probably like a six to eight hour labor just took my breath away. And I realized I was like, oh my gosh, like this is just way more interesting and important than food you know like I <laughs> yeah, yes. I mean not that food isn't important but photographing <laughs> in terms of what the the element and the the just the passion and the love that I could document in birth was just you know mind-blowing and so yeah. that was the start and then I very quickly decided that that's what I wanted to do full-time and so I kind of started to pivot away from food and started doing births for like friends and family members um and then the rest is kind of history. Wow. Just kind of, yeah. Well, you really off. did. Um, I mean, your, your business, I don't know if, you, would you say it happened quickly, but it feels like it, it yeah. kind of feels like it did. Yeah. It was, it was a pretty quick explosion. You know, I went from kind of, I don't know, like, it was kind of a part-time, like, this is a fun side gig to like, oh, no, this is a full-time job to, oh, this is such a full-time job that my husband can no longer work in a conventional sense, because right. I, you know, we need childcare for my kiddos and I'm doing this wow. quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I mean, and then it seems like the influence has been huge too, just yeah. in the community. It seems like an explosion of yeah. I photographers. Would agree with that. Yes. Absolutely. I would agree that you are uh, a bit of a trailblazer, a trendsetter yeah. and has um, increased the birth photography in general right. in our community. But I know that it's, rippled because um because i read that article in the la times yes yeah you want to talk about Mm -hmm. that a little bit i did too yeah yeah yeah. so you know there was um yeah there was an article in the la times about birth photography in la and how you know i mean it really is growing and exploding in so many different cities and i and it's it's been incredible to watch and to be part of you know along with my own business I started Birth Becomes Her, Mm -hmm. which is an organization that serves to um, equip 
um, and educate new birth photographers around the world. So, you know, the teaching that um, that we do, um, I have a partner, Jennifer Mason, who used to be in Denver, but now mm-hmm. she's in Michigan, um, is really helping new birth photographers all over the place. So um, obviously in the U.S., but we have, um, you know, people that have taken our course in Africa, um, in Europe, in South America, in Mexico. Um, so it's been amazing to just see just how how far and how wide this is really going yeah yeah because you were you know featured in that article yeah. or birth becomes yeah. her was featured mm-hmm. in that article yeah so. yeah yeah that's amazing yeah. um so what about advice for new birth photographers or what yeah. would you what would you kind of how would you guide them absolutely this is part of birth becomes her you know I really feel like uh, the thing about birth photography is that you know, when you're looking at your Instagram feed or you're on somebody's website, it can seem like very exciting and fun and glamorous. And, you know, you do get these amazing images that I think are hard to get in any other field. Mm -hmm. But I don't think a lot of people realize, you know, what birth work actually entails. Right. Um, (laughs) Right. And, you know, we have a really high burnout rate with birth photography. Um, I think that's similar in the doula world, but um, I think it's largely because people get into it because it sounds like it's really fun. And then the reality of being on call or being at a birth for 30 hours or being at a birth for 12 hours and then things stalling out and going home. Um, So I think my number one piece of advice is really make sure that you understand what birth is like, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and that doesn't just mean like maybe you had a baby or you had a couple babies, like make sure that you've attended a birth that is not your own. Um, make sure that you've attended a birth in, um, you know, a home birth or a birth center birth, or, you know, if all you've done at home, make sure you've been to a hospital birth because Mm -hmm. there's such variety. And I think it's important that people understand that, um, it's a really demanding job, you know, Mm -hmm. and you have to make sure that you are willing to, um, deal with the demands of being on call for clients. So that's my first piece of advice. And then I think secondly, you know, um, make sure you really know your camera well. Like birth is not a great place to learn how to shoot mm-hmm. um, because the lighting complications are immense. And then of course you're also witnessing and you're also part of this incredible spiritual, physical, um, and in some cases medical event. And so you have to be very aware um, of how your presence as a photographer is going to affect everybody in the room. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, making sure you know how to use your camera so that when you go in there, you're shooting purposefully. You're not just like taking a thousand images because you don't really know what you're doing. And you're just trying to kind of hope that like at the end of the day, you're going to have a, a handful that, right. that work, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, I know new birth photographers, some new, some not even birth photographers, but some photographers will go and they'll end up taking like 2000 images. Wow. Right. Because they're just trying to figure yeah. out, like, I, I don't really know how to make this work. And, you know, in contrast, when I go to a birth, um, I usually take a bet- between, like, 200 and 300. And I edit almost every single image that I take. So, so you're very, not throwing a lot Yeah, out just being very purposeful when you shoot. Because I do believe, I think one of the greatest tensions that I have in my job and my work is that, you know, I understand the birth process and I know that sometimes having a photographer or having an extra pair of eyes, it can sometimes disrupt the birth process. Mm -hmm. And so my job as a birth photographer is to 
on one hand capture all these incredible moments but on the other hand and i think with equal weight is to really preserve the sacredness of the birth space and make sure that my presence is not distracting or interfering from Mm -hmm. what is happening so absolutely have you had nedra have you had distracting or um you know, kind of intrusive photographers at birth? I actually haven't had a lot of experience with having photographers at my births, but um, the ones that I have had have Mm -hmm. been really good and not... Boy, I have some stories. (laughs) 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 Not to throw anybody under the bus and also realizing that they were probably new to birth photography. They were probably wedding photographers or something else. But one of them, so a lot of times when birthing people are in labor, they want everything dark and cave-like. And and it was a daytime birth, miraculously. And she's walking around opening curtains and trying to change the lighting in the room. And I was like, this is so, and I didn't know how to handle it, but it was so disruptive to this mother's you know, getting, being able to get into that primal sense. So what, I mean, that just totally resonated what you said. Yeah. Don't you remember the birth we had where the one photographer climbed in bed with us? Oh, sorry. (laughs) Oh, I do remember that. She was trying to get to the best angle. I'm I'm thinking of three or four right now that I barely even knew that they were there. You know, they were just so fly on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But yes, I do remember that now. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. 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 Um, And one thing I really appreciate about having Monet at births is that you really, um, Actually, you add to, you're not just a neutral fly on the wall. You actually are a value added mm-hmm. element to the birth. So I had a client a number of years ago whose water had broken preterm mm-hmm. and she had to go to the hospital and I was, she wasn't in labor, but her water was broken and she was waiting and waiting. But I was scheduled to be out of town because right. she wasn't term yet. And I said, well, would you like me to get you a doula? And she said, no, Monet's going to be there. Yeah. That's enough. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, Aww. that really was so such a testament to your comforting presence that you bring with you so yeah so it's not just that you're neutral it's that you understand the right the birth space absolutely yeah and you're like a verbal doula yeah totally (laughs) totally. you obviously can't be doing hip squeezes exactly no and i tell people you know i mean i've i've documented i would i would say you know over 500 births you know and so i've seen a lot of different stories and I think that you know you can tell when you're with somebody that has been yeah. around a lot of birth and yeah. you can tell when someone has not been around a lot of birth I mean yeah it's just a whole different yes yeah so going to births is a great yeah great going to birth making sure you know your camera um and then really um plugging into a community Mm -hmm. you know I think it's really important if you do this job to um, have a community and you know we have a great online community with birth becomes her but um, a local community is important too for Um, backup I imagine exactly backup backup is huge and then you know sometimes like I said I'm I work in all different birth locations right so I'm not always with my favorite home birth midwives Um, sometimes I'm at hospitals and sometimes you know I'm in situations where I see things or I witness things that are just are hard. And it's mm-hmm. nice to have mm-hmm. somebody, another birth photographer, who understands and can help. And sometimes I've even handed off images and said, you know, I've had a, this is a really traumatic birth. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I can edit these images. You wow. know, can oh, you edit them for me? And, you know, having someone available to do that is, is always huge. That's a great. Yeah. Thing. So you've actually felt triggered by oh yeah totally and I think you know 
Yeah. And I think it's, you know, one of the things when you do birth work is you do have to try to, you have to remember that like somebody else's trauma isn't your trauma, but still seeing things, mm-hmm. seeing, you know, we, I think Denver in a lot of ways is, is really great and ahead of the, ahead of the game, but you know, there's still stuff that happens that is hard to watch, you well, know, birth is unpredictable. Yeah. 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 Vicarious trauma is what. Yes. It, vicarious trauma is what it's called. Thing. Yeah. It's a real yeah. thing. Totally. Yeah. So kind of so, like being a midwife. I have a question. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is your on-call schedule? Like, how does that look when you're planning with, with people? Oh, I mean, so I, <clears throat> about two years ago, um, I um, brought on a full-time partner photographer. The reason being was that, you know, I just felt like, yes, I could keep on doing this on my own. But as you guys know, you know, it's like you're at one really long, hard birth when you're gone for 30 hours. And then you're kind of shot until you can kind of get that night of sleep and recover. And I just wasn't comfortable anymore kind of living that intense lifestyle. So I brought in another full-time photographer. Her name is Rebecca. Mm -hmm. Um, She's wonderful. And... um, we share call. So what we do is, you know, we, um, we kind of, and again, it's just so hard to like, we don't have like a monthly thing that we do, but we basically sit down and decide like, okay, there are important days. I have three young kiddos. So like birthdays or special events that are happening at my kiddos school. And we kind of put together a calendar each month. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're able to swap out if we have a really long birth. Mm-hmm. So we're able to take a, you know, a, a heavier load than Great. I was used to, than I, than I used to be able to just because I have that team, you know, team mentality, which mm-hmm. really helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's How good. many births do you usually attend in a month? So I am right now, like this month has been quiet. So I've only attended, gosh, I think one mm-hmm. birth this month, wow. which is really kind of different. rare for me. Yeah. Um, usually I'm doing like four to five mm-hmm. a month is kind of, is, is the normal amount. So mm-hmm. usually like once a week or, you know, of course all the babies will come in, yeah, in seven days <laughs> yes. that I'm doing. Yeah. Like yeah. Friends. Yeah. Like yeah. Good. Um, how about for parents that are thinking about yes. um, engaging a birth photographer? What kind yeah. of tips or advice or things to look for do you have for them? Absolutely. Um, you know, I think that a lot of people, a lot of parents um, are sometimes surprised when they inquire for a birth photographer and they're like, oh, wow, this is a lot more money than I expected because they're used to maybe doing like a mini session outside Mm -hmm. um and so I think the first thing that parents should realize is that like you know you're not just hiring somebody to take pictures like you're hiring someone to be on call for you and your family for five six weeks and Mm -hmm. to be at your birth for however long it takes you know I always tell my clients like doesn't matter like if your labor is 40 hours your labor is 40 hours and I'm going to make sure that you have you know, the coverage and your story is going to get told no matter how long it takes. Um, so I think just realizing that, you know, birth photography is an investment and um, it's often really worth, you know, paying that investment. You can absolutely find people that are going to do a birth session for free or for a super discounted rate. Um, but you may end up with a photographer that has very little experience in birth. And so, you know, ask yourself, like, at the end of the day, like, what is my birth experience worth? And is, you know, bringing a new photographer in here, what risks am I taking? 
potentially you have someone that doesn't understand birth. Potentially you have someone that doesn't understand what it means to be on call. You know, I can't tell you every year I get several people who will text or email or call me in a panic because, you know, their water broke and their birth photographer, you know, air quotes, birth photographer, um, isn't available or went on a camping trip or, you know, (laughs) you know, and that, that happens. And so I think, finding somebody like find someone that really specializes in this and just isn't doing this Mm -hmm. for like, Hey, that looks fun or exciting. I want to try that. Mm -hmm. You may gamble and you may get a great birth photographer definitely could happen. But I think there's also a greater risk that you're going to get somebody that is going to be a little bit disruptive. Um, and then, you know, find someone, especially if you're having a home birth, find someone that really understands what out of hospital Mm -hmm. birth looks like, you know? Um, I have, birth photographers that I mentor who are like, well, when do I come? Like, do I come when she's six centimeters? And I'm like, well, you know, like Mm -hmm. she's having a home birth. Like you may not be, you're not going to be getting hourly cervical checks. You know, you may not get a cervical check at all. You may get a multip who you guys just show up and say, Hey, you know, she's about to have a baby. There's no need to check her cervix. So make sure you hire somebody that, um, really understands what home birth looks like. Um, and that there isn't this kind of like Sometimes formula. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I think that's really important as well. Um, and then make sure you, you have some, you, you find someone that has a backup because mm-hmm. life happens, you know, people get sick. Mm-hmm. I would never want a birth photographer that had, you know, like a couple weeks ago, I came down with this really weird upper respiratory cough thing. And, you know, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know if it was RSV. Like I'm, I have young kiddos myself and I had someone go into labor and I made the choice to send a backup because I thought, God, like the last thing that I want to do is expose this right. newborn infant mm-hmm. to some random virus that I don't know, you know? Mm-hmm. So find someone that has a backup so that, you know, one, in case anything crazy happens, you have somebody else that can come and two, mm-hmm. so that your birth photographer isn't coming like with the stomach flu or, you know, we just talked about that on we a did. recent podcast about, yeah. um, living on call and yeah, kind of what it, what it's it hard. So yeah. A lot of what yeah. you said echoes what uh-huh. we said that learning to live on call is actually even kind of the, the um, I'm sure it's happened to you, but I've had the phone call that my, my midwife is unreachable and can you come oh, to my sure. birth yeah. person I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I haven't had that. You haven't? No. No. I mean, it's only happened maybe once, but it that, it's crazy so when it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. I've had people, we had an, unatten- we had an unassisted birth and now the placenta is not coming and what should I do? Oh, I've sure. had those yeah. calls. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's great. Oh, and, and then I would definitely yeah. also add, you know, make sure that you hire a birth photographer that has um, a contract. You know, I yeah. think that that's really important um, just because um, you want to make sure that both parties fully understand what's involved. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in all of my contracts, you know, I have a really large Instagram following, you know, 150,000 people from all over the world. And I'm so honored when clients let me share the photos that they let me share. But with every person that hires me, I have a really in-depth um, release that they mm-hmm. that they have to go through and that they sign that gives me permission. And I have many clients that don't want any of their images shared. And that's perfectly fine. So make mm-hmm. sure you have a birth photographer That's that um, is comfortable with you not with, with complete privacy. You know, you don't want to work with somebody that is pressuring you mm-hmm. to share something that you don't want to share. So if they, you know, don't have that option in their contract that these can remain completely mm-hmm. private, you may want to find somebody else, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, that of course, come up with a client yeah. of mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
didn't feel comfortable sharing yeah. all of her yeah. images. Right. And that's totally fine. And it's totally valid. And, yeah. you know, I always tell people, like, I love sharing. And if you're, you know, I have a lot of, most of my clients really want to spread, you know, awareness about birth. And so they're very, they're very comfortable. But I also have a lot of clients who, you know, some who've had sexual trauma history, mm-hmm. some who have had, mm-hmm. you know, just a lot of different reasons. They don't need a reason at all. They just don't want their birth images shared. And mm-hmm. I always say, that is totally fine. You're never going to hear me come back mm-hmm. and be like, oh, but please, 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 can I share mm-hmm. these, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what other questions do you mm-hmm. have? That was a, I think we've covered the, <laughs> like, I, I had all these curiosities about training and yeah on call and all of that. Um, maybe just kind of to wrap up, is there a birth that stands out to you? Oh, that's a Something good one. Yeah. Kind of a, you know, for... For whatever reason. Yeah. I mean, I will tell one of my favorite birth stories. Um, and this was actually, this is one of my early births. Um, and it was definitely, wow. Like I was like, this is a crazy job. Um, but I had a, um, a client in Fort Collins who was going to have her second um, home birth and discovered um, kind of late pregnancy that her baby was breech. Mm-hmm. And so they did all of the things that they could do to try to get this baby to go head down and baby just was not budging. Um, so they made the decision that they were going to attempt a vaginal breech birth here in Denver. Mm-hmm. And at the time we had um, Dr. Johnny Johnson and Dr. Hall who were both offering mm-hmm. vaginal breech deliveries. And so this this client chose to work with Dr. Johnny Johnson and um, the plan was, you know, if baby was in a good position, they were going to attempt a vaginal breech birth. She'd had a very fast birth with her um, first baby. Mm-hmm. And so Dr. Johnson was like, you know, if we're going to do this, I really would be more comfortable if you came and kind of stayed in Denver for a few weeks. Because he was like, I'm just worried about mm-hmm. you being all the way up in Fort Collins mm-hmm. and driving down. Yeah, he was like, I don't yeah. think you guys want to do that. Sometimes they come really fast. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So they came down here and kind of hung out in Denver for, I don't know, three weeks. She went into labor. I came up and, you know, I came over to her house and, um, or the house she was staying at. And it was still early in the process, but Dr. Johnson was like, Hey, like, why don't you just come over to my office? Like, I want to check you at my office before we go to the hospital. Because you know, even though he was doing vaginal breech births, mm-hmm. it's a bit of a hullabaloo when you come to the hospital with a breech right. baby mm-hmm. in labor. So we went to the office, checked her. She was about three centimeters, but baby had moved from um, Frank breech to foot lean. Oh. It was not in a good position at all. Um, and so Dr. Johnson was like, you know, I'm sorry, but like, this is just not, you know, I'm not comfortable doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, I want you to go home, um, you know, like gather your things and then text me or call me when you're on the way to Rose and I'll meet you and we'll do a C-section. Um, and her contractions at that point had kind of really spaced out, you mm-hmm. know, and they, she was three centimeters. So you know, knowing what I know now, I should have been a little bit more concerned about how things, you know, um, the potential of things picking up. But I was like, oh, yeah, we've, we're fine. You know, we're just going to mm-hmm. go back to the house. So we went back to the house and, you know, client was processing everything. She was pretty upset. Um, but, you know, trying to like, you know, just like realizing like this was the path that her baby had chosen and it was going to be OK. Mm-hmm. And so we were getting her stuff. And as we were gathering her stuff contractions started to really, really pick up. 
And then the next thing I knew, she was in the bathtub, um, oh, no. like trying to cope through contractions. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I knew enough to be like, okay, like things have obviously picked up. We probably need to get to the hospital, right? So um, I drove them to the hospital, which is something that I do not do. But at this point, you know, in time, I was like, I think it was my, my ninth birth or something, and that was, you know, they needed she, her husband needed to be with her in the back. And on the way to the hospital, on the way to Rose, she was, like, throwing up in the car, going through transition, <laughs> oh, you know? No. Yeah, so we got to Rose, and we, on the way, we text Dr. John, we call Dr. Johnson and say, hey, we're going in, things have really picked up, we're, you know, headed to Rose right now for a C-section. So we had alerted Dr. Johnson, we go in through the ER, because it was after hours, and we're checking in, and you know the ER people are yes. just kind of like, are you really yeah, they're just neighbor? like, they're just asking <laughs> kind of silly questions. And my sweet client like waddles off to the bathroom. And so I'm like, you know, kind of standing there not knowing what exactly is happening. But I decide that I'm going to go in and check on her. And I go into the bathroom and I can hear right away that she's pushing. Um, And so I kind of like peek my head out and I'm like, hey, guys, like I think she's pushing in here. And I think her baby's breech. And all of a sudden it was like people just came out of the woodwork. I mean, there was like all of these people you know a gurney a ob nurses everybody was kind of it got very chaotic which was unfortunate because i don't think it needed to be that chaotic but it did get chaotic and they put her on a gurney and wheeled her up to the or and for some reason i mean again this is like the testament to like how birth photography has grown they gave me like a bunny suit and were letting me go back in with wow, dad even with all that even with all the excitement um so we went back into the or and they were trying to get her prepped for a C-section, but um, she was really like in that kind of almost mm-hmm. fetal ejection phase of labor. Mm-hmm. Um, and she got on the table and, you know, Dr. Johnson wasn't there. It was just an OB on who was on call. Oh, man. And um, they kind of were like trying to get her to, um, I think they were trying to get a spinal in and she was like, I can't, I can't. And they kind of, I don't know what they did, turned her over or something. And sure enough, they saw two little feet um, halfway out and wow. the OB was like, okay, like abandon the C-section. <laughs> like we're going to have to, we're gonna have to have the baby wow. and that baby, I mean, foot lean breach, you know, is, is not, um, necessarily the safest kind of, mm-hmm. um, it's not done very often, but that baby was just in the right position. And I mean, just slid, right. I mean, it was like, she'd never, you know, you awesome. never could have told. Yeah. Just slid right out and went right on mom. Um, and then Dr. Johnson walked in about, you know, three minutes later and the look on the, the attending OB's face when she saw Dr. Johnson, she was, she was pretty pissed. Um, because, you know, I mean, like she was just like how, you know, and of course, you know, she didn't know the backstory. She didn't know that we were trying to come in for a C-section and that things had escalated that quickly. But, um, yeah, I just stood there. I was just like, oh my gosh, like that was just the most crazy incredible thing that what I've ever witnessed. Coaster of, I know. And all in a day. All in like a few hours. Yeah. 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 Yes. Um, but it was, I think it was really helpful for that, for that client to have those photos to process mm-hmm. because as you can imagine, it was pretty chaotic when we were in there. Mm-hmm. And so just being able to have the parts of her story, um, yeah, were, yeah. were pretty valuable. And then I, I ran into the, the same, I did another birth with the attending physician <laughs> just a couple weeks ago. And this was like, I mean, five, six years later, and as soon as she saw me, she was like, oh, yeah. She was like, we were, we did that breach birth that together in the OR. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Hopefully 
probably not a bad association. No, no. Um, but yeah, it's definitely one of the more memorable oh, birth stories that I've done. That's a great story. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. I feel you... for her. That's a, that would be a tough thing to get dropped in your lap. Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> the doctor. Oh yeah. Yeah. The yeah. doctor. Yeah, for, I thought you yeah. meant the mom. Yeah. All of the Well, above. I mean yeah. all of them, but the yeah. doctor is who yeah. I was talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. That's an awesome story. Yeah. Do you have a, did she, did she release, do you have a picture? She did, yeah, Would yeah. Would you share a picture? I you absolutely will. You can put it on will. the blog post yeah. so people can yep. I absolutely get a little will. image of yeah. how that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. good. Well, Monet, thank you so much for being here today and sharing your gifts and talents with oh, us. I'm so, yes, so glad to you. be here. I'm super yeah. excited because we have a mutual client here in the next yeah. next yeah. month. I so I know. I have never done a birth with you, so I'm well, really excited. So I can't wait. It'll be fun. Yeah, and Monet is always so generous and shares photos with us mm-hmm. and so we really appreciate that that's the midwife um <laughs> the midwife acknowledgement of we love it when you share photos with us yes. so that we can yeah share it so absolutely as long as the clients it helps it. everybody it's just you know it's nice to see yeah. what birth looks like yeah. it is yeah and i think you know for me you know i have people all over the world that follow me and i have you know people in africa people in the middle east that will message me and be like i you know this is the only exposure that I've ever gotten mm-hmm. to learning about what the birth process looks like. And, oh, wow. you know, I think it's amazing that we're able to showcase a lot of really peaceful, beautiful births yeah. that we have here um, in our it community. It really normalizes yes. birth, I think. Totally. Yeah. I'm so jealous nice. of your Instagram following. Oh, I my know. goodness, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot to keep up with. So I, it's a blessing and a curse. 10,000, yeah. you get to link right. on your um, right. stories or whatever. Uh-huh. So that's... That's um, our goal. That's our goal. That's, yes. We've we're, got a ways to We're go. at about 370. Yeah, yeah we've got a ways <laughs> You'll get there. You'll get there. So, yeah, to be able to link to the blog post would be just yeah. a great, like, logistical mm-hmm. yes. privilege. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, anyway. Well, thanks, Monet. We really appreciate you coming in and on this snowy day here in Denver. Yeah, yes, I'm so glad I was so able to, braving to the traffic. talk with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Have a good week. Follow us on Instagram, yes. at Metro Midwifery and all of the other things, www.modmidwives.com and metromidwifery.com. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.